Welcome to today's edition of Beat to the Fire, where we're always challenging the status quo. For more cutting-edge commentary, go to feettothefire.org. That is feet, the number two, thefire.org. And now your host. So I'm going to get to crazy Billy Gates, uh, hopefully very shortly, but I want to hit a couple things up front right away. Welcome to Feet to the Fire. This is your host, Sergio Fassa. It is Thursday, February 2nd. From Fox News, this is how the establishment works. Republican Senators Mike Lee of Utah, strong conservative voice, very popular, came in with the Tea Party wave, I believe, back in and around 2010 with Ted Cruz from Texas, great fighter in the Senate. Rick Scott of Florida, also a conservative voice, former governor of Florida, uh, a newer senator. They were both removed from the Senate, Senate Commerce Committee. Well, why is that? Because they voted against Senate Majority, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, Republican Kentucky, the face, the poster boy for establishment Republicans. So this is how the mafia that we call the elite establishment political world runs. It's a mafia. You don't get in line and vote for the establishment big dogs, the fat cats who run the show. Then you get penalized and punished. These are these are guys in his own party. This isn't what's going on in the House where the Republicans are kicking Looney Tune, crazy leftist, anti-American liberals off of posts because Republicans took the majority. And so they're using that majority to win and defeat their political opponents, which is normal. That's 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 politics. When you win and have the majority, then you you push forward your agenda. No, this is internal party fighting where conservative voices are being punished for not falling in line with the establishment. Multiple Senate sources, including Scott's office, confirmed to Fox News Digital that Scott and Lee were taken off the panel as the Senate restructures around its one-seat Democrat majority. And Scott told Fox News he blamed Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell for the removal. I represent, Scott said, the third biggest state in the country, that's Florida. What they told me today at lunch is the way the rules work, McConnell gets to pick. So there you go. You don't support me, then I punish you, and you're on the outside looking in. When the majority of Americans can't stand Mitch McConnell, the majority of Republicans, rank-and-file Republican voters across the country can't stand him and the establishment. The country can't. But we have to watch our conservative leaders get bullied or be forced to acquiesce to the, to the establishment's demands. And so I cheer Mike Lee and Rick Scott and say, don't acquiesce. Keep bucking the system, no matter how many committees they kick you off of. On the other hand, Washington Examiner, Ilhan Omar, the crazy anti-American traitor who hates this country and got elected to Congress from, I think it's Minnesota, is one step closer being booted from a powerful post. The House on Wednesday voted along party lines to move forward with GOP efforts to oust Representative Ilhan Omar, Democrat Minnesota, from the Foreign Affairs Committee, even before the Minnesota Democrat has been named to the panel by Democrats. 
She is a radical Muslim lady. I don't know what else you want me to say. Radical Muslim, radical feminist, radical socialist, radical anti-American congresswoman. And she should be booted. She should be removed from Congress. House lawmakers approved a resolution to begin debating Omar's removal with a 218-209 vote, setting the stage for what is likely to be a contentious vote later this week. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy has repeatedly vowed to strip the Minnesota Democrat of her committee assignments over anti-Israel positions and accusations that Omar is anti-Semitic. Now, that's obviously the case and bad, but it's even more simple than that. She's anti-American. She hates this country and advocates for the interests of foreign regimes and foreign hostile nations And she actively works against our interests in the interests of these regimes, anti-American policy, socialist policy, obviously anti-Israel. It's really cut and dry and simple. Someone like that should not be on the Foreign Affairs Committee. Okay, our, uh, our, man, uh, just totally... What's the word I'm looking for? I keep saying crazy, looney tune. <clears throat> I, Bill Gates, what is going through his mind? I think that he's completely deceived. I, like a, I, you know, you know, I don't want to sound fanatical. I don't care what I sound like if what I'm saying is accurate. But it's as though he's been taken over, being led, deceived by evil Evil forces and and thinking, confusion. How is a guy like that so successful in the capitalist world and in America, one of the richest men on earth, so close and affectionate with China? How do you not see the brutality and the evil there? And you're like, best BFFs with China. His mind, here's what I'm trying to say. His mind must be polluted and under the spell of all kinds of heinous, evil, wicked, humanist lies. He's following the religion of humanism. Tech billionaire Bill Gates says the United States and Australia should adopt a more conciliatory approach to working with China on issues such as climate change. How does a human being make such an outrageous claim, conciliatory, with China? It's a brutal, thug hostile, murderous regime that makes its fundamental practice of governance, oppression and killing and wiping people out, destroying individualism, personal liberty, enslaving people. That's what it is. I mean, it'd be as crazy as during the time of Hitler, some leading rich guy on the planet's like, you know, we should really be more conciliatory towards the Nazis in Germany. As I said, outrageous. What is infecting people's minds? These leaders, these globalists, like the people at Davos, that think that China's somehow a good force and all under the pretense of climate change. You know, I'm getting intense in my presentation here. And so let me calm down because... A listener doesn't want to keep hearing that excessive uh, browbeating over the airwaves. Uh, But it is, I want you to see how outrageous it is. Gates praised the Asian country's economic growth. How can you praise the economic growth? This, yeah, is from the Epic Times. 
economic growth that is on the backs of brutal murder and thuggery and practices that violate every human right imaginable, particularly foremost of that religious liberty. Gates said, I see China's rise as a huge win for the world. <laughs> Do you hear that? A huge win. And as I said, I, I didn't want to sound strange. We know that there's demonic forces at work in the world and the forces of darkness, the spiritual kingdom of darkness. Satan wants the kingdom of Antichrist, which is the goal of globalism. And he's using, I guess the phrase is useless idiots. And so that's where a guy like Bill Gates and some of these power players, I don't know if they're like abject evil incarnate, I don't think they're that necessarily more than just useful idiots that have been duped. He must really believe this climate change nonsense and thinks the, he's got to save the planet and he's in that position because he's so wealthy and so we need to work with China to save the planet, not realizing or not thinking that you are supporting such abject evil. The current mentality, he says, of the U.S. to China and which is reciprocated, is kind of a lose-lose mentality. He told the Lowy Institute in Sydney, Australia, on January 23rd, of course it's lose-lose. They're a hostile nation with nukes that wants to kill everybody, and we stand for freedom, religious liberty, and human rights, and don't want them taking over the world. So I'd call that lose-lose, Bill Gates, if your goal is for us to hold hands with China and share this one-world global government with them, worldwide communism, lose-lose. I call it a, a, a win-lose if you look at it this way, that we're standing up for what is good and right and they're the empire of evil. He goes, that could be very self-fulfilling in a very negative way. No kidding. If you acquiesce to evil regimes like Europe did and the world did to Nazi Germany prior to World War II and leading up to the Holocaust, not paying attention to what he was doing to all the Jews. You know, Gates said this, noting it could impact medical research and progress on climate change. Oh, boo-hoo. We want to get along with the murderous commies because we need to save the trees and present, pre prevent the earth from melting. It's like fantastic, fanatical kind of thinking. There's Climate change is a complete illusion. It's a fabrication. It's phony. And we're supposed to compromise with the murderous Chinese over climate change. This is what this kind of thinking does to people's brains. It pollutes them. That's why I said he's under some sort of, I don't know, spell or deception. His brain's polluted with godless thinking. We're all in this together. We're humans. Oh, my goodness. Every phrase is more stunning. We're all in this together. We're humans. China doesn't think anybody has any human worth, bucko. I, uh, Bill, that China does not think people have human worth. They don't think we're in this together like high school musical. We're all in this together. We're all human. What China doesn't think that. China cares about China's elites. Brutalize and kill people. This is, he's living a dream world. We innovate together. Well, yeah, and we have to change the modern industrial economy together in a pretty dramatic fashion. Yeah, we innovate together. China innovates on how to kill people and control the population and wipe them out. And we have to change the modern industrial economy together by making it all communist. Bill, the Microsoft founder said in comments obtained by the Associated Press or AAP. Now, this Newsmax reported this week 
A top Republican in the U.S. Congress said on Sunday the odds of conflict with China over Taiwan are very high after U.S. general caused consternation with a memo that warned the United States would fight China in the next two years. So you've got Bill Gates, richest duped man on the planet who believes the modern myth of climate change, which is about as legitimate as totem pole worship. And as I said earlier last week, Poseidon controls the ocean and the gods of Olympia made the universe. Okay, this is like Bizarroville. This is where Bill Gates lives and breathes. And we got a whole dance with China. Meanwhile, our generals are warning us we're probably going to be at war with them, which means nuclear war in two years. Biden says this. I almost want to save this for tomorrow. Do we have time? No, I'll read it now in light of all this. Fox News. Biden says climate change is a bigger threat to humanity than nuclear war. We're going to have a real problem. Also, losing his mind. Also, you know, I, there's a great article from years ago. I laminated it and I put it up on my wall from Ann Coulter. Are liberals just stupid or abject evil? And this is the question. Do Biden and Gates, these guys believe this stuff about climate change, what they're saying, or are they just pushing this for evil purposes? I think it's both. I, I think it's both. They're working for evil causes, but they're also duped. So, so we're about to be war potentially with China in two years. We're about to invade Taiwan. They have nukes. They, their, their theme is murder and oppression. And yet the biggest threat to humanity is climate change. The sea level's rising and the earth melting, even though Barack Obama, the biggest environmentalist socialist president we've ever had up till this point, bought a house after he left on Martha's Vineyard on an island on the Atlantic, bought a mansion, obviously not worried about the sea levels rising. These guys even don't even believe the nonsense they're peddling. Biden invoked the possibility of Armageddon during October speech at a Democrat fundraiser, and that was with reference to nukes back in October. He was warning about that. Prize, uh, let's see, what did he say? Yeah, I don't have his comments from the October speech, but he warned of nuclear war then. But now he said in a Tuesday speech at a fundraiser that climate change is a bigger threat to humanity than nuclear war. He said that in a DNC, Democrat fundraiser in New York City. If we don't stay under 1.5 degrees Celsius, we're going to have a real problem. It's the single most existential threat to humanity we've ever faced, including nuclear weapons, Biden said. And so we have a real big problem. Pay no attention to the giant multi-billion dollar, multi-billion population, uh, intent on world domination, communist hostile regime over in Asia with nukes, pay no attention to them, not an existential threat. Biden said he inherited an America first policy, which put America last. Yeah, Trump put America last by defeating China in a trade war and China's economy and crippling them. And you're putting America first, Biden, with all your liberal friends like Bill Gates by saying we have to have a conciliatory approach and get along with them. Oh, yeah, back in October, he had brought up nuclear weapons and said there's a possibility of Armageddon. So if they're not anti-nukes anti for our defense and making speeches about that, they flip the switch over mere months later to we are in climate Armageddon and we need to work with worldwide commies to save the earth. Let justice roll down like water's American righteousness like an ever falling stream. Don't believe the hype out there. Liberals are part ignorant, part deceived, part evil, part 
practitioners of the idolatrous religion of humanism. Don't be deceived. See you tomorrow.